This is Central Indiana Today with your host, Nicole Kendall, on WYRZ. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Nicole Kendall here tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. I have Scott Stein here with me tonight. He is a business owner who's also uh, a part of a recovery group that meets at Lenhurst Baptist Church. Thought their group was very interesting and wanted to have him share his inspiring story with you and see if you would like to get involved as well. Welcome, Scott. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Thanks very much. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about you because your story is so inspiring, and I think it would be beneficial for others to hear that. You're so open to share your story. So I, I know you're a successful business owner now of Safe Dryer Vent Solutions, but you have uh, had some hard times in your life, and you're using your hard times for good. So I commend you for doing that in the community. I think it's respectful, uh, respectable, I should say, that you, that you do that, that you want to share your story so others can uh, ch- turn their life around as you have done. So share your story with us. How did you get from being into hard times to being a business owner and and, and joining this group? Well, uh, for me, basically, I never knew I was in hard times. I never knew I was struggling. I never knew I had a problem. Everybody around me had this information and everybody (laughs) kept giving me the memos, but I was in denial and didn't want to read those memos. And um, I've actually had a lot of really good jobs. Uh, I got out of um, high school, went straight into the military, did four years, um, got out honorably, joined the fire service, was a firefighter paramedic uh, for many years. Uh, Then I got um, doing electrical work and dispatch work, just a lot of good jobs where I was helping everybody. But um, back in the 70s and the 80s, there was really no coping, no way to cope with stuff. Sure. Uh, men didn't cry. Men didn't talk about their problems. Right. So Many uh, still don't. Right. right. Many still don't. Many still don't. <laughs> right. Not many still don't. Then, but many still don't. Right. Um, and then there's always the stigma. You know, I'm not going to admit I'm an alcoholic. If I admit I'm an alcoholic, then people are going to look down on me. If I admit that um, I lie all the time, then it's a weakness. Right. And most people are are scared of that weakness. And then most people are scared of when they do admit it, they're scared of failing. Sure. So when you put all that together, it's it's a whole larger message inside of a bottle that you just have to just take one day at a time and not trying to be a cliche, but it is. You have to take it one moment at a time, one step at a time. So basically, my drinking was out of control. It was really, really heavy. Um, It started off with seeing how many beers you can drink, and then it turned into more of the harder stuff and wound and ended me up in in a lot of trouble. I mean, my wife was working with me, trying to tell me what was going on, my my kids, my church. Right. And it just wasn't working. So um, some issues happened, and I found myself homeless. Right. And... um, I, I was homeless for a few days. It uh, wasn't like a month or two months, but I spent a spent about three or four days on the streets of Indianapolis, and that was eye-opener because the week before that, I was downtown going to a Colts game. And, you know, you walk downtown and you see the homeless people, and you see some people will cross the street to avoid those homeless people. And then there was one morning I had to go and um, do a breathalyzer, and I was walking down the street, and these people walked 
on the opposite side. And I was one of those people. I was one of those people people were avoiding. Right. So within moments. And I, you're, you're such a nice guy, which I have to break <laughs> in and say this because it is hard to believe that you have uh, had those hard times and you've, you've obviously come so far in your life. So I want to make sure we recognize that and thank you for sharing that. But continue. Sorry. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. So I'm now one of those people that people are going across the street to get away from. Right. And that was very hard to swallow. So that was my bottom point. That mm-hmm. was my bottom point. And once you hit that bottom, there's really nobody to turn to. You can't turn to your family because you've lied and hurt them. Sure. Um, you can't turn to your friends because you've lied and hurt them. Um, so you're pretty much on your own. So then your healing process or your recovery process becomes a selfless act. I mean, it becomes it, you're on your own. Right. Because if you don't do it on your own, then you take advantage of those people trying to help you. So you have to do it on your own. Right. Or you can turn it to where they're they're enabling. Right? Or they're enabling. Right. Exactly. Great choice of words. Um, and then the other aspect is uh, the one thing I want to tell anybody is if you're suffering from a hurt habit or a hang up, if you're struggling with anything, uh, Celebrate Recovery is for you. We have multiple different groups within one group. So you don't have to be a recovering alcoholic or a drug addict or a sex addict. You can be, you could be struggling with finances. Yeah. And let's talk about that. I know we've, thank you for sharing your story, but we do want to talk about your group that you're a part of. It's at Lynnhurst Baptist Church. And I want to say first and foremost, you don't have to be a member of the church. Of course, they welcome you if you're right. a member, but you can be anyone in the community that you are helping people recover from any problem. Everyone's welcome. Right. 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 Everybody's welcome uh basically wednesday night at six o'clock we have a, a free meal free meal open to the public it's open to the public we don't say you have to come to cr open to the public right you come in and you have your meal and you and you get to enjoy your meal and then at set at 10 till 7 we go upstairs and that's where we have our large group that's where we do um some songs and some worship and we either have a lesson or a testimony of somebody else who has a hurt habit or, or hang up and then we break down into our small different groups. And our small different groups depends on our attendance. Uh, right now we run a life issues group for men and a life issues groups for women. Um, as our membership grows, then we will grow into more the alcohol um, or the addiction. We also provide for children. Um, so parents can come in and bring their kids right. and they can have that time to work on the recovery, but at the same time, the kids have proper supervision. Right. A safe place to a be. A safe place to be. While you're trying yep. to get help. Right. And, yes, ma'am. And then we also have the landing, which just started. And the landing is for uh, teenagers, 13 to 18, because um, wherever there's hurt, habit, and hang up, there's also hurt, habits, and hang ups in the family. Whether theirs is for just being at school and not knowing how to deal with other kids. Or whether it's watching their father be an alcoholic, getting drunk every night. Um, that causes emotional damage. Sure. And one thing I want people to know, and I, it doesn't matter what your problem is. The minute you admit that you have the problem, you're going to be a success. And everybody I talk to that looks at me and says, well, how am I going to automatically be a success? If you take as much time and energy that you put into your problem, your habit, or your hang-up. For me, it was alcohol. If you put as much time into where you're going to get your next drink, into your recovery, you're going to be a success. Why? Because I was a successful alcoholic. I know that sounds bad. <laughs> no, no, I understand. But I was successful matter. at it. Right. I mean, I could tell you how much I could drink. 
before I would drive or how much I could drink before my wife got home and I wouldn't be too drunk that I could carry on a conversation. You wouldn't be too, you wouldn't be too obvious. I wouldn't be too obvious. Right. So I'm not promoting how to get away with it. What I am promoting is if you put that much time into your sobriety, you're going to be success. You're going to be a successful story. But this is not a fall on your knees, pray to Jesus, and everything's going to be fixed. You've got to put the time in. As I said earlier, this is a solo thing at the beginning because your family has heard you. Like in my case, my family has heard me say, I'm going to quit. My family has heard me. I'm not going to drink no more. My family has heard all that. They have never seen, they didn't see it. Right. So your family has to start seeing it. Your friends have to start seeing it. And people have to start believing in you. And for me, I had one friend that said, you know what? We don't have the accommodations really, but you can come stay with me and we will try to help you, whatever the case may be. Right. And that started right there. I, I got to her house and stayed with her and her boyfriend and I instantly started going to celebrate recovery meetings. And when I first started going to the meetings, I would go to a meeting, go out in the parking lot and drink because I was not one of those people. I did not believe I had a problem. It was my wife and my friends and everybody else who had the problem. Right. They were trying to pick on me. They were trying to make me something I wasn't. They were trying to make me admit that I was something I wasn't. Whether in my delusional mind, my wife was trying to take the kids away from me or whether people were trying to look down on me. That was my process. So what was that moment that made you just stop? When did you, now how, let, let's, let's back up. How long has it been now? How, how long have you been sober? July 24th will be my third year sobriety day. Well, congratulations Thank on you. that. That's very, that's very, very good now. But, but what was that? What was that moment like? How did you go from going out to the parking lot and, and getting some, something to drink right after the meeting to now? I mean, you're running your own business. You have a home with your beautiful family. So how did you, how did you just stop? Where, when was that point where you were like, okay, I'm not going to go out to the car today. I'm not going to go out there and drink today. For me, I was very confused. I was very confused on how drinking could be a sin since there were so many stories in the Bible on how God took water and turned it into wine and it was the best wine ever. I was confused. So one night during on July 23rd during a drinking opportunity, I had a conversation with God. How can you claim that this is a sin? How can my family push me away? How can society push me away? If this is a sin, show me. Well, one thing I've learned in Celebrate Recovery is you always have your free will. Nobody's ever going to take your free will. So God will guide you, but it's your choice on your decisions. And that night, I feel like God came to me in a dream. And I know that might freak some of the listeners out. You know what? I've heard that more times than I have. No, seriously. In this talk show, I've heard people tell me that so often. So I believe there's truth to that, right? Because that can be a very life-changing moment. So please tell us your story. It's not crazy. No, it's not crazy. But uh, some people might say, oh, he's for all of it. But I had a dream. And in this dream, I just remember how hot and miserable it was. I was just miserable, unhappy which to me is a definition of my life at the time because I was very unhappy, miserable. My wife and I, everybody was unhappy and miserable. Mm-hmm. But I had a vodka, I had vodka in my hand and I was drinking it, but I just couldn't quench that thirst. I just couldn't. And I woke up, I was all hot, sweaty. You, you can imagine night sweats. It was a mess. And then I went right back to sleep. And then I imagined my, then in this next dream, I was at a pool, I was drinking water, it was a cool breeze, it was really nice. Mm -hmm. And it was all nice and easy. And it just, I was at peace. My 
uh, thirst was being quenched, per se. Right. No, that makes sense. And then all of a sudden, I woke up from that dream. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I remember hearing a voice as loud, as clear as, as day, you choose. <laughs> That's a pretty powerful message. It was, you choose. Yeah. He wasn't saying he was, this voice, in my opinion, was God telling me I get to choose. Yeah. I can either continue to be miserable, or I can try to make a better life for myself. It was up to me, but it was my free will. So I got up and poured out rest of that vodka, and when I did that... Um, I haven't had a drink since. And uh, when I told the wife and I told everybody I'd quit drinking, nobody believed me. They said, yeah, right. Re- right? Yeah, sure. right. No, They'd I They'd heard it. it so many times. Right. I remember telling, um, he is the uh, state rep for this area. Uh, John uh, told him uh, at Celebrate Recovery, I give him my blue chip back. And I said, I'm giving this back to you. We give everybody a blue chip for the first night when they come. Okay. I'm giving this back to you and I want you to keep it until... I've earned it because I've not been honest in my recovery. And I started to be honest with my recovery. And then I took the chip back. And it's like I said, July 24th will be uh, three years for me. And um, my wife and I, if you're, if you guys are wondering, we are back together. (laughs) That's Um, wonderful. uh, Have a really nice, we have a a nice house. Um, You have children. We have children. Yeah. Uh, Kids are good. Um, And we, started a business and um with that business it's been flowing really well we've been very uh gracious and hum- it's very humbling to know that the biggest fear is how people are going to look down on you with your story it's very humbling to see how people accept your honesty yeah that hasn't happened as much as you thought no it? it hasn't yeah of course this hasn't aired yet so no no but no no that's not true you told your story because i was there you told your story at the plainfield chamber of commerce luncheon and and so many people were so proud of you yes for your honesty because when people go around and they don't tell their story they don't share what's going on people know right you can tell if you're being genuine or not and it was very apparent that your story was very true and heartfelt and genuine so uh and it takes a big person to do that because so many people hide under layers of who they they are so i i am so proud that you're here today to share this with the community because hearing your story will give people hope they'll understand that they're not alone in their in their struggle with sobriety either and that they can also get themselves off of you know, off of the ground level, so to speak, yeah. and, and make things happen in their life as well. So I'm so glad that you came here today to share that. So uh, definitely not something to uh, hide behind. I'm glad that you're, you're sharing it because you'll definitely help others. Now, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be back on the air in just a moment to talk with Scott a little bit more about the Lenhurst Baptist Church Recovery Program for Addiction. Stay tuned. The new Plainfield UPS is now hiring part-time package handlers for three different shifts, morning, evening, and late night. A weekly retention bonus, pension, benefits, and college tuition reimbursements are available for part-time UPS employees. More information on available positions, online applications, and scheduling an interview can be found at www.upsjobs.com. 
We're back on the air with Central Indiana today on WYRZ. Nicole Kendall here tonight talking with Scott Stein, the leader of the Lyndhurst Baptist Church Recovery Program. So we're going to continue this conversation as we are getting ready to wrap up the evening here in a few moments, but there's still a few things we want to talk about. Scott, tell us about the difference between a typical AA meeting and your recovery group. What's the difference? The biggest difference is, in my opinion, is AA... It stands for Alcohol Anonymous. So you need to really be an alcoholic and recovering from an alcoholism. At Lyndhurst Baptist Church, Celebrate Recovery Anywhere is you could be recovering from anything. Uh, Death in the family, um, suicidal tendencies, uh, mental health issues, uh, Welcome Home is a group for veterans, um, life issues, just general life issues. Um, people for eating problems, eating disorders. Um, basically, Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step program based on the eight Beatitudes from the Bible. So um, our higher power is Jesus Christ, and we believe Jesus Christ is the only one that can save us from our own destruction. Um and one reason why I really like Lynnhurst Baptist Church, the really the reason why I like serving at Lynnhurst Baptist Church, is it takes me back to my military. To, I'm that's the trenches, and I'm not trying to say that area is the trenches. What I'm saying is that church is urban. There's a lot of brokenness around that church. There's a lot of poverty around that church. And um, if a hurricane hits Florida, we don't send hurricane relief to Ohio. We send it to Florida. Right. Well, to me, Lynnhurst, that area needs a lot of help. So that's where I go. Okay. And, you know, there's other areas in central Indiana that needs, that has those needs. Mm -hmm. Um, But just being able to feed homeless people every Wednesday night or just feed people that need feeding is just, it's, it's just unbelievable. The... And then that goes along with your 12th step. Your 12th step is you got to give back because here you took whatever problem that you had and you've separated yourself from that problem, which means you've lost friends now and you lost friends now because those weren't really your friends. Right. But now you need to get like-minded friends to be with you and support you and support you. So then you have an accountability partner and then you have sponsors and then you have people that are generally there because they love you. Right. Not generally there because they want to borrow 20 bucks to go get something. Right. They're there because they really do care about you. Right. right. And they really care about serving the community. At Lynnhurst, I am the male ministry leader. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You've gone from a small group leader to now being the ministry leader. How does that feel, making that kind of progress? And why do you enjoy being the leader of that group? Well, I guess we kind of talked about why you enjoy it, but how does that feel? It feels humbling to know that just so short time ago that I was so at the bottom. And if I can be used to help one person, then it means so much. And at Celebrate Recovery, we break down into men and female groups. So we also have a female ministry leader. So um, it's just... that's just so amazing how her and I were complete strangers when we met, but now we can run a program and we have leaders that help us. And it's just, it's very successful when you hear people send you a message and says, Hey, I really, this meant something to me that night. It's very humbling to know that we are helping 
people. Sure. And then now the, to know that we have the landing that start that started last week or two weeks ago. And that's for the teenagers. That's for the right? teenagers, which is huge. The problem is is getting people to admit the problem or even to try to mumble they have a problem because they're scared to be bullied or picked on. Sure. And um, even in adult lives, our spouses can be our worst enemies. If in our minds. In our minds. Right. If we have an issue, you know, how do I tell my wife that I've been sneaking money out of the desk drawer to go buy alcohol or I've been pulling over to the side of the road, having two shots, throwing it in the dumpster and then coming home and just having two beers, you know, right. with air quotes. Right. Um, or, <laughs> I saw your air quotes. Right. Yes. <laughs> or you buy the big beers and you, you say, well, it's only two beers that equal four, you know, right. Right. and I'm not boycotting alcohol. I mean, everybody, I'm just for, and that's the, another thing with Celebrate Recovery. My friends don't, you know, I have fam, fr- friends and family who drink and they're like, well, is it okay if we have a beer? You don't need my permission. You're older than 21. Right. But you do want people to be responsible. I want them to be so responsible. they don't go down the wrong, wrong you road. need to understand what your limits are for me it is a weakness i can't have one drink without having the other 19 to go with it therefore i don't drink right and then people say so you can't ever drink again I don't ever want to drink again right. because I don't want to go to where I just came from. Right. And there's people that struggle with these types of problems with food, right? right? With tobacco, yep. with other things that can become an obsession. Yes. Right. I've used um, Celebrate Recovery to quit drinking. Um, I use Celebrate Recovery to quit chewing tobacco. Uh, 23 years using tobacco. Very um, good. 15 months uh, tobacco free now. Well, very good. Congratulations on that as well. That's good. Um, gaming. I used to game all the time on the computer. I've used Celebrate Recovery for that because bottom line is people have addiction personalities. Sure. And some people, you know, you have those people that will change their addiction in the church and now they throw themselves in the church. Celebrate Recovery is about finding a balance in everything that you do and to know what is going to bother you. And for me, what's going to bother me is if I have that drink. But I can be by somebody who's having a drink because... It's their journey, not That's my theirs. journey. That's absolutely right. Those are great words well spoken there, Scott. Thank you for sharing that. Now, let's wrap up with what is one thing you would tell someone who's struggling today? They're listening right now, and maybe they've been drinking or they want to go and drink. Well, what would you tell them to help them get down the right road? What does it hurt going to one meeting? What does it hurt? If you're thinking you have a problem if you think you might have a problem what does one meeting hurt it's not like we're gonna put a microchip in you right <laughs> yeah i mean you're not gonna control what they right. do every second you're of gonna day. walk in you're gonna experience it and you're gonna walk out at celebrate right. recovery we ask you to devote six weeks to us come six weeks if you still don't feel like you're getting anything out of it then find a program that you might well and like you said it's gonna be up to them it's up to them right and if you put as much time into going to a meeting as you do going to the liquor store or wherever your habit is yeah then you're going to be successful you have a chance at that don't you that's right well let's tell everybody one more time the days and times that you meet we meet on Wednesday nights. Our free meal runs from 6 to 7. It's open to the public. And then from 7 to 9 is our Celebrate Recovery. We do a large group at 7 
to eight o'clock and okay. then from eight to nine we break into our small groups now before we wrap this up i, do, I almost forgot this you have an event coming up june 6 tell us about that and then we're going to give your contact information so if people want to stay in touch with you they want to know about your events that are taking place then they can contact okay. you but what's going on the second uh, six, excuse just, me the sixth of june we just locked in june 6 we're bringing the national director of celebrate recovery from the broken change chapter which is a motorcycle group he has a great testimony and he is coming into town on that Wednesday to share his testimony. So um, it's huge. So um, he rides his motorcycle almost everywhere he goes with broken chains and um, gives his testimony. It's a great testimony. Uh, we're hoping to fill the church. I'm sure we're going to fill the church uh, because he has a great story. And then this summer, we're hoping to do at least one hot dog cookout. And then uh, we did it for the first year this year, and we're hoping to do it again next year, is we did a clean and sober uh, New Year's party. It started at 10 o'clock at night, and we ended New Year's at 2 in the morning. And we did cornhole, and we had face painting. We had uh, balloon making and stuff like that. Nice, a fun family event. Fun family event for everybody, but one thing you knew is that everybody was going to be clean and sober. And uh, that was the one thing we weren't going to tolerate. Well, and it sounds like you're going to do it again this next year. We are. Yes, ma'am. It's nice to hear that you kind of treat each other like family, right? You keep, you keep track of the people who are coming and you, well, you try to do more things than just meet every week, right? You have some special events as well. That's great. Yeah. And, And it is a CR family. And I know the way the program is set up, I could go on vacation in Florida. If I'm really still in my struggling stage, but I don't want to cancel that family vacation in Florida. I can go to Florida and get on the Celebrate Recovery app, and I can find a meeting. And I can walk into that meeting, and I know that's either a testimony night or what meeting it is. Because there's 52 weeks in the year, so there's 25 lessons, there's 25 testimonies. Okay. That gives you 50 So you can go anywhere in the United States and find a meeting and they're going to welcome you just like any other CR family. It's like going to visit somebody, an aunt that you just got introduced to. It's great. Well, that is good to know because if people are listening and maybe they need a resource outside of this area, maybe you could give them some information on uh, how they can get in touch with another group. Scott Stein with Celebrate Recovery with Lynnhurst Baptist Church and their Facebook page is at Lynnhurst Celebrate Recovery. Scott Stein, thanks so much for being on the program and being a part of Central Indiana today on WYRZ. Thank you. This has been Central Indiana Today, presented by the Kevin Kersey Agency on WYRZ.